I want to live in a better world than the one that you're insisting I live in. I am insisting you live in the reality wherein Griffin McElroy has a boar fetish, and we all know about it. Imagine me and Utena, a revolutionary girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda. I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Alice. How you doing, Alice? I'm doing great, actually. Today, we're talking about Revolutionary Girl Utena, episode 19, a song for a kingdom now lost. Just like in the last episode, I have not watched this episode because I have been under the weather. So, Alice, how do you feel about this episode? This is a pretty good one. This is Wakaba's episode, right? With her... Uh... Yeah, this is Wakaba's episode. This one, you mentioned earlier, the last one, that um asking if it, the, the last one was a two-parter. It's not, mm-hmm. but this one kind of is, in a sense. What do you mean? Like, it's not... Oh, you mean this a one's a two-parter? Kind of. Okay, yeah, I see um, Wakaba in the thumbnail of the next episode. Kaba is, is really important these two episodes. And well, I would say Wakaba is important in every episode. She did make it into the musical. Um, yeah, but I like this one. This one and the next episode are kind of hard on the heart a little bit. Oh, because Wakaba is my sweet, precious onion princess who didn't do anything wrong ever. We're going to find all about that this time. Oh, yeah. We got the curtains from the old intro about is being a prince such a good idea but instead we are seeing a different scene and it is wakaba in a dress being held by what appears to be dios and then she looks up and then it cuts to the outside of otori yutana is not the only one who thinks about princes wakaba and utana are sitting and talking under a tree and Utena says, you seem like you're in a good mood. Did something good happen? And Okaba's like, yeah, kinda. And she says that she's very happy to have made this extra pretty lunch for her beloved Utena. And Utena says, Wakaba, you must be the most normal girl I know. You're gonna make someone a nice wife. And Wakaba says, you bet I am, because she is. Oh, and she goes to feed Utena a little, uh, a little octopus hot dog and somebody comes up and interrupts them and hand this guy hands utana a letter but wakaba snatches it out of his hands this is kazume whatever oh this is her onion prince guy yeah look at him he looks average you're the onion prince and he's like onion prince and she's like come on it's me wakaba shinohara from elementary school and he's like uh wakaba it's been ages i didn't know you were at this school And Wakaba, she has some, those are brown roses, it looks like. I didn't realize she got her own little roses. Her own roses before? Yeah, I don't think she's had her own roses, but they were brown, it looked like. Like Probably the color of her hair, you know? He needs something with everything he does. So now Utena and Wakaba are walking, and the sky is darker now, and Utena asks her, what's up with the Onion Prince? And Wakaba's like, what's your problem? And Utena's like, I wanted to give that letter back to him. And Wakaba's like, well, I can give it back to him. And Uta's like, no, I'm going to do it. And Wakaba's like, never mind about that. That guy isn't someone you should be concerned about. Still, watch your step. He can be a pretty smooth talker. 
And Utsun is like, that's an awful thing to say. Wakaba it's says a, he's just... ch- chasing after <laughs> girls' butts all the time, and he's a total playboy. Guys like him give men everywhere a bad name. And Utsun is like, you didn't really have to go that far. Wakaba calls him cruel, and she seems upset now, genuinely, and says he's just cruel. <laughs> Because it's so much does not fit what we saw of him. She says he's cruel because he moved away. Once upon a time, he was my prince. Onion head. Aw, the kids are making fun of Wakaba because she has an onion head. And she says, I have the onion prince to protect me. And he's like, what? And she says, I have the onion prince to protect me. And he's like, what? And, I love and this that. just I love keeps repeating. Like, I love that she just like, it's a two-way, she just like picks up a random, like, she had a weird head. And obviously this means that we're on the same side. Wakaba turns back around and says, well, it was a long time ago. And Uchida says, you're prince, huh? Don't you feel fate had a hand in all this? Wakaba says, that can't be. And then a street lamp comes on. And then now we're back in a classroom the next day. Onion Prince is waving hello to Wakaba from the door of the classroom, but is talking to another girl. She is just, just waiting. She hands the letter back to him and says, she wanted me to give you back this. You're not her type. And he's like, you called me the pumpkin prince in front of her, whatever. And she says, it was the onion prince. And he says, well, either way. And she says, how dare you? That's something special to me. Maybe you don't care about it. I mean, at this point, you really legitimately can't tell if he doesn't remember or not. I The first time I watched this episode, I was convinced that like she got the wrong person. No, I think he just doesn't remember, honestly. I mean, I don't remember stuff that happened in elementary school. And if somebody came up to me and is like, hey, remember how we used to do this thing in elementary school? And I was like, no, and they got upset. I'd be kind of weirded out by that. Onion Prince wants Wakaba to introduce him to Utena, and she says, okay, I'll introduce you, but only that. And now we're at the student council. Mickey, could you play the piano again at my birthday party tomorrow? Sure thing. Jerry says, by the way, I've noticed Mickey always seems to think about the same person when he plays the piano. And we see a picture of Anthe, because this, this is an anime about subtlety. Miki blushes and says, don't tease me like that. And Naname says, you don't have to think about her every time you play, do you? And we get jo- uh, we get Alice's favorite character, the Stopwatch. The Stopwatch. I hate that thing. And yeah, I love it. And Miki's like, yeah, well, your desires are met by a kid in elementary school. And that is harsh. Naname's that is really like, just play. Harsh. Stop, watch again. And Naname's looking fondly at a picture of her and her brother. Mickey says, all other men are just bottom feeders to you, aren't you? Aren't they? Jury says, it's a, sa- it's sure a shame you can't simply change who you love. You'd both be much happier. You guys would all be much happier. They all give her a <laughs> that is, death That is glare. some deep irony. At least she's willing to say it. Yeah, she admits at the end, as would I also be happier if, we could, if I could change who I love. Yeah, they all got her on red. We have the stupidly tall tower. And I guess Utena is having tea with Akio again. Oh, and Anthe's there this time. It's almost as if Anthe goes wherever she goes. Yeah, but she's not usually there when she's having tea with Akio. Is she not? No. Yeah, you're right, she is Normally it's just the two of them. And Utena was telling Akio about Wakaba and the Onion Prince. And then she's like, oh, I'm monopolizing the conversation, aren't I? Akio says, the contents of a person's heart are veiled as through thin silk. You may think you can peer into it, but you can't really. 
And then we get a very Caesar knowing shot of Anthe. People rarely understand the princes others keep in their hearts. Still, I am a bit jealous when I see young people in love. I hope you find your own prince soon, Anthe. Jeez. There's so much. So much. We were here. Like, there was a slap fight. Wakaba is urging Utena to humor Onion Prince. And Utena says, I'll do it as a favor to you. And now Onion Prince is there. Utena... I love how, like, uninterested she Utena seems to be. Yeah, Utena was just sort of staring at the table. And then when Onion Prince asked who Anthe was, Anthe introduced herself and Choo Choo. And he says hi to both of them. And Choo Choo has whipped <laughs> in his face. Just, or scribbles. God. Yeah, Choo Choo's it, eyes literally... are just scribbles. And then he was, Choo Choo's wearing a dress suddenly? And his tail is shaped like a heart? And Wakaba's like, I can't believe you're hitting on a monkey. Wakaba tells him, you always get all lovey in front of girls. He says, I don't mean to. Why do you keep accusing me of that? It's weird. Poor baby Wakaba. She's literally Utena just drinks tea. He asks Utena if she's going out with anyone. She says she's not, but... A long time ago, a prince gave her this ring. She's never forgotten him. A prince, huh? Onion Prince says. Must be nice to have oh. a dream like that. Oh, jeez. And Utena says, it looks to me like there's a princess right next to you who's thinking about her own prince. Clearly referring to very sad Wakaba. And Utena's like, what are you talking Utena, about? Utena's doing her a solid right now. Or attempting to. Utena's trying to wingman it up. And white, white roses, brown roses. Pink roses. They mean things and more tea. She's just waiting. Utena sipping tea. She tells Wakaba to be more honest with herself. And Wakaba says, you've got it all wrong. Oh, Utena, you're so mean. And she runs off. Utena just like knowing smile uh, while drinking her tea. As if she knows what's about, knows what's happening. Did you notice that huge time skip? A little bit, yeah. It's like suddenly it's, it's dawn. Well, sunset, I thought. Utena and Onion Prince are talking about Wakaba. The truth. Onion Prince says, ever since I moved to the school, I've known that Wakaba was here. She hasn't changed a bit from when I knew her. The times when she seems the happiest, Miss Tenju, it's when she's with you. I figured if I could be with you, then you could be with Wakaba, right? Utena finishes his sentence. And so you wrote me that love letter. There ain't nothing shy about Wakaba, except apparently there is. He apparently used to think she called him Onion Prince to make fun of him, but now he sees that that's not the case. Oh, jeez. And Utena says the thing about people can't understand the princes people keep in their hearts or whatever that Akio said. And she encourages Onion Prince to tell Wakaba how he feels. And he runs off. So he runs off. And then we have that, that, that window. Yep. You go by this locker every day, assuming that there's a duel. Well, it's Utena's locker. Wakaba left a note in Utena's locker that says, Utena, you're mean. And then we get and our Aiko and Biko skit. Extra, extra, extra. Okay, step right up. Nice, fresh tires. We've got a sale on tires today. I'd like some, but what's a tire store for? An excellent question, dear customer. What's a great fish store for? Selling fish. And a bang-up bakery? It sells bread. Well, this being a tire store, I sell tires. Wow. You can make a real career out of picking good tires. You can't tell the quality by just looking at them, you know. Catch. 
Well then, I'll take one tire, please. Thanks. Come again and make a nice dish for your husband to eat. Oh, thank you, Mr. Tire Man. So, how should I cook this tire for dinner tonight? Uh, I don't think you can eat that. Tire store. This is the this is like one of the weirdest ones. It's like they they weren't really sure what to do, and so they just kind of shrugged and weirdest one they could. I tend to assume a lot of these are puns I don't get. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> one day we'll understand the puns. Mm, I don't know. Wakaba is standing next to a tree. Sun's going down, looking dramatically in the distance. It is. Onion Prince walks up and asks her if she has a minute. And That's such a good idea. She asks him what's wrong, and he says, There's somebody you like, isn't there? You're in love with your prince, aren't you? Wakaba gets a little blushy. says, Look, when things are important, you should be honest. I'm always honest. Er, in retrospect, like, him saying some of these things is a little, like, roundabout because, like, he just assumes that, which is fair, I guess, with all the hinting. Yeah, he asked her if she wants to know how her prince truly feels. Oh, jeez. He said, we I finally this, like, realize it. I really do love my prince. And if maybe, if God's on my side, my prince will finally turn around and notice me. Senpai will at last notice you. Oh, Prince Pai, won't you notice me? <laughs> he puts his hand on her shoulder and says, See, you understand already. You'll find happiness. Promise to keep this a secret. And he's like, uh, sure. If you're embarrassed about this, we can keep it a secret. Oh my god. I still really can't believe it, but I'm going to find happiness. And then the turn. find happiness with someone too. And then he realizes. You can't hear it, but like there was like some really nice, like sexy, smooth jazz in the background with the, with the saxophone. And it stopped immediately. She has revealed <laughs> that he is not her prince, I guess. Nope. Totally two different conversations going on there. And guess who shows up to the seminar? This is an interesting one for me, actually. So pay attention here. Room. The seminar is like genuinely really creepy. Yeah, it is. It's probably one of the coolest settings. You notice he said he doesn't have an appointment? Yeah. Mostly normal. So begins the elevator of doom. He says he's heard the rumors how when things go wrong, you come here to be counseled. There's this girl I've liked for a long time. She's like a princess to me, but she left me to see another guy. But he thinks that another guy is gonna hurt Wakaba, but he says no matter how she's tarnished, she'll come back to me in the end because I love her. A little presumptive. Yeah, uh, just a little. Love must win out in the end. But he doesn't really see, like. What interests me about all this this tirade that he has is that like I'm believes this. It's really kind of. Because we have that, that end where he's like, oh, good, at the end of it, which makes, it kind of suggests to me that he doesn't actually believe any of it, like, that he's just sort of trying to create this narrative. Maybe. Oh, like, he, because he does not handle it. Mikage tells him to leave because the Black Rose Seminar is not a place for someone like him. What's, but not just because it's not a place for someone like him, but because he's not, he doesn't have the deep abiding flaw that they do. I think so, yeah. Go. Guess who it is. Dun dun dun! The world's worst green garbage can is back. Because he's a prince or something. Who cares? Oh, Blah. Yeah, I remember this now. I forgot about this whole subplot, but I remember this now. It's a thing that happens. Yeah, Seonji is back in a ponytail, 
and he's Even at Wakaba's place, and then the episode abruptly ends. And then the second part was about, it will be about that stuff, too. Yeah, I remember that now that, uh, now that I see him, or now that I saw him standing there, all of this has come back to me. How do you feel about all that? So, I really, really like this episode for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons is because this whole episode is a bunches of twists that you don't expect to see coming. Yeah? Yeah, I would say that that's a fair way to describe it. It's got a lot of uh, misdirection, I would say. Yeah, like they've established this this formula, and this episode, they every turn they you expect them to take because they've followed this formula pretty religiously is the opposite. You you expect them to be leading up to Onion Prince's The Next Duelist. But that's not the case. And we don't have that at all. I mean, that, that, whole, that whole in the confessional booth, it, or as I like to call it, the um the deeper elevator i prefer elevator of doom because it doesn't include the word deeper in it (laughs) i'm just so amused that you hate that word it just Um, makes me uncomfortable because of the way that he says it he's like deeper deeper (laughs) god i love that thing it's not subtle it's very uncomfortable he um his tirade in the elevator is completely different from everyone else's yeah yeah it is well like okay think about all the other interviews right Mm -hmm. they've expressed some kind of like negative resentment negative sentiment they've resented them or hated them or been jealous of them yeah and he didn't really have any negative emotions he was worried that some other guy was gonna hurt wakaba but there wasn't he's presumptive yeah he doesn't resent her he doesn't like blame like obviously you know she's stupid because she doesn't like me he is really pretty presumptive about you know like obviously she'll come back but it does it, it's unlike the other ones it's hard to believe that he actually really believes what he's saying the other ones just rant and rant and rant and rant and it like has a straight like curve whereas he has this point in the middle where he seems to falter and start and finish explaining the details of the earlier part of his situation and he just like he doesn't really turn this into a me versus them it really becomes just a dissolves into normal human sort of like like it it lacks that poison that everyone else does and it's it's interesting because because having seen that we have sort of like what would this look like if it weren't exactly what they needed to make a duelist it kind of makes what they need to make a duelist more clear yeah yeah it does actually i hadn't really thought about it in that way but yeah it does sort of elaborate on what it means to become a black rose duelist because everyone so far that we've seen that tries to become uh or that goes to the black rose seminar becomes a black rose duelist and so yeah it's really interesting to see this situation wherein someone just doesn't have that thing that they need in order to be a black rose duelist kind of the 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 question is sort of like what is that thing and i just keep coming back to um you know like he doesn't have doesn't that there's this this poison missing in in his diatribe and i guess you could say yeah, I guess what you could say there is that like the thing that separates him from the other the other Black Rose aspirants is that our little our onion boy never turns his own insecurities onto someone else. Yeah, actually. Are they better? I mean, he's a little presumptive about like her her qualities as a person in a way that's annoying, but not necessarily unrealistic. Yeah. But that's there's a far cry from. 
I think someone is 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 innocent and have this unrealistic expectation and I resent this person deeply to the core of my being because I'm insecure and I'm going to push that insecurity onto them. Yeah, I one of those is a little worse than the other one. Really realize that either. Hmm. I should think so, more critically. Yes, you should. You're not supposed to agree with me. I will support you. It, it, it just whenever you say things, I'm like, I gotta agree with Panda because otherwise she will think I won't support her. <laughs> I'm just out here trying to try my best. And, You're and you just a be, gal you trying your best, and I shouldn't be so hard on you. You're right. You're just gonna stop. You're just like uh, one you day stop I'll let you out of the basement. Basement. It's 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 dark and warm. It feels safe. Well, we do live in Mississippi. Everything's gonna be warm. This is the this is the good thing about Mississippi. That's also the joke, listeners. In Mississippi, uh, at least at, as far down as we are, we don't have basements because they would be full of water. I don't think I've ever actually been in a house basement in my life. I don't sure, know I believe they even exist. I don't know if I've been in a basement either. I mean, I've been in a basement like in a school building, but. That was at college and like only because they needed more room for classes. Like I've never been in an actual basement in my life. Yeah, okay. I've been in a basement in like a classroom setting where there was like a classroom in the basement. But not like Look, in a basements house. don't exist. Basements don't exist. I think that they're a myth. Yeah. That's we that's what we learned this week, folks. Basements are a myth. Do you have anything else about this episode? Just to say that Jury had the best roast of the entire season. The, the entire series. It was pretty pretty funny, honestly. Your desires were met by a kid in elementary school, like. And the look, the look that they gave her when she said that line about "if only you could change who you love" was priceless. This is probably one of my favorites, all in all. Yeah, this is a good episode. And next week we're gonna turn the sad dial up to eleven as we learn more about Wakaba and her motivations and her heart. Geez, it just the next episode's pretty intense. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I remember this from when I watched it the first time, which makes it pretty significant. Jeez, it's gonna be a thing. All right. Well, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Utenacast, and that's where I usually post updates about if episodes get rescheduled or have to be pushed back or there's not an episode this week because I didn't do it. Uh, so if you want to keep up to date on when episodes are coming out, Twitter is definitely the best place to do that. And we like to, you know, chat sometimes. It's fun. Twitter's fun. Uh, my Twitter handle is at mpandanata. What's your Twitter handle, Alice? That is would be Lyrewolf, L-Y-R-E-W-U-L-F. If you want to follow us on Tumblr, you can do that at imagineandutuna.tumblr.com. If you want to email us, you can do that at imagineandutina at gmail.com. And if you want to donate to our Patreon, you can find that link on our SoundCloud or on our Tumblr or anywhere else you can find us on the internet. You'll probably be able to find the link to our SoundCloud. So, or not SoundCloud, uh, Patreon. So do that. Give us your money. The show will always be free for you to listen to, but money is also cool. Right, guys? We like money a lot. Please give us money. Alright, I guess that does us for this week. Revolutionize the world, everybody. Alice, are you going to say your outro? It didn't come through. Oh, well. Did you go through? No, I I literally, I'm just getting silence over here. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, then later. All I got was the word later. I don't know why this is happening. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm just gonna say it like three times. See you later. Okay, I got that one. Okay, we got it. We got it. Finally. We got it. We didn't even have to use the master ball.